0: Welcome back to the EPL Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries, and as always, if you'd like to reach us at the podcast, you can do so by either tweeting us at EPL Roundtable or emailing us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. All right, we are joined today by uh, Joshi. Of course, we're going to be talking about Manchester United. Uh, Joshi, a pleasure to have you on, as always. So United had an interesting deadline day, although not very much of it was actually deal-related. The first one... Uh, that we should touch on, is the signing of Anthony Martial. Obviously, there was a lot of talk in the summer about him potentially leaving Tottenham, of course, being one of the potential destinations in that Alderweireld swap deal that never happened, seemed to be out of favor with Mourinho. Now, all of a sudden, Mourinho is gone. You have Solskjaer, who still carries that interim tag, but he's willing to re-up for another five years. What did you make of, of that contract signing?
1: No, I think I'm I'm delighted. It's an excellent signing. He's um, well, not signing, but it's really an it's it's, a, it's really great to time down to a long-term contract. I think um, he has had his ups and downs in terms of form, but that's what you get with the type of player that he is and the age that he's at. But ultimately, I think United player, uh fans, and and players um, recognise the talent that he's got, and we've seen it. And it's not we haven't seen it just under Solskjaer. and I think. Uh, we, we we did start, you know, we've seen it in spurts under Mourinho and he was sort of coming back into it again, even before Solskjaer was appointed. But now with Solskjaer there and, and the sort of proactive football we're playing, we're really seeing him, Rashford, Lingard and Pogba link up extremely well and their ability to float in between uh, defenders and, and sort of rotate through their positions. Um, you know, it's 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 been really exciting to watch. He just he hasn't been scoring too many goals actually under solsha but he's really been an integral part of that sort of proactive uh, attacking football so for me i'm delighted that he's signed on i think he's got a, he's got all that, he's got talent in abundance and and he's now just coming to that age where you can where you feel like he's he should be kicking on and becoming that 20 30 goal a season player even from out wide so yeah really great news
0: yeah, so that counts as the quote-unquote in. The actual out, uh, Marouane Fellaini uh, has been sold to Shandong Luneng in China. Um, obviously, it was important in some pretty key moments. Uh, the Champions League goal comes to mind at the death there. Um has been at the club for a while. What do you make of his departure?
1: Uh, I'm not surprised. Um, you know, he was, he was a Mourinho guy he's the kind of guy where you tell him to do a job he'll go out and do it in that sense he is a reliable player um because he's not going to go off and do you know you know walk out of position or end up um i don't know trying some flick in the middle of the box or anything like that he's a sort of solid safe dependable in terms of uh, the instructions you give to him uh type of player and and I think that's why Mourinho loved him. He was that kind of guy. he 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 was the kind of guy that would sort of run through a brick wall for Mourinho because obviously Mourinho kept faith with him and had faith in him. Um, but yeah, I'm not surprised he's gone. He's not. I think he's had maybe eight minutes or something like that under Solshar as a substitute. He's not. When you look at the way we play football now, or at least with the way we're trying to play football, and obviously it's gone very well so far, aside from Burnley. He doesn't fit into that system at all. You know, quick passing, uh, interlinking, uh, interchanging positions, uh, getting your head up, keeping the ball on the deck, not too too many long balls other than against Burnley, actually, uh, where we probably could have used him given the number of long balls that we saw. But in terms of the way we're trying to play and the tone we're trying to set with the team, he just doesn't fit into it. So... I'm not surprised he's gone. I am a little bit surprised he's gone to China, I guess, um, because I think he still can do a job for the right team. Um, I, you know, we saw it at Everton. We've seen it in flashes at United. I don't think he's that deep-lying midfielder that we, he's been used in, a, in, in at United at times. He needs to be in the opposition box, basically, to be causing havoc with those elbows and his height and his physicality. <laughs> um yeah so I'm surprised he's gone to china uh I guess it must be to do with his wages because nobody else is gonna he's you know, pay that kind of kind of wage, so he's going out there and uh I haven't seen too much too much in the way of details in terms of his um contract uh I know the fee was ten million odd or that's what's been reported uh but I'm assuming he's got a fairly decent contract if he's gonna be going all the way out to china so yeah not surprised um about the move but you know i'm not i'm not so sort of sad about it either
0: interesting what would you say were kind of his highlights and lowlights while at the club
1: i mean he, he scored a lot of he not a lot but he scored some really important goals he came up you know just when you thought oh you're gonna you're done with him and and you sort of he needs to be gone and people i mean were fairly abusive towards him to be to be honest uh he would come up with a goal an important goal in whether it's champions league cup games league games he did come up with some really important moments so for that you know you respect it uh low lights, i think just generally he's just not He's just not good enough. And, and, and he's become that, uh, because he was signed by David Moyes, d- transfer deadline day for an inflated fee because we didn't sign him like two weeks earlier. Some clause got activated in his contract where we had to then pay more. It, he just got associated with everything negative with the club. And unfairly or fairly, doesn't matter. Ultimately, he's he's not good enough to be in a in a side with aspirations maybe we're not currently a a a premier league title challenging or title winning side definitely not but you know that's the aspiration and he's not good enough for that so you know the low lights him holding the club to ransom in the summer and getting a new contract that is that's i guess pissed everyone off but i guess we've got a fee for him now um yeah i think he's had. I think he'll, he's had a lot of negative press, obviously, and a lot of negative reaction from United fans. But at the same time, you've got to respect some of the things that he's done at the club.
0: Yeah, uh, something that I found interesting that you said both with Martial and with Fellaini is how they fit into uh, your current style of play under Solskjaer. The obvious follow-up to that is that implies that there is some long-term decision. There are some long-term decisions being made based on how you're playing right now under Solskjaer do you think that there's a chance that he's the manager next season and if so around what percentage
1: I think he has to be in the conversation right now doesn't he nine wins and a draw yes the Burnley game wasn't was he made some mistakes but hindsight is you know uh 2020 as they say so potentially his team selection wasn't great um and moving Rashford out wide, that kind of stuff. So it, it hurt him, but he made some changes and we fought back to a 2-2 draw. So he's still unbeaten, uh, and, and like I said, nine wins out of ten. That's that's a that's almost perfect, right? So um, he has to be currently. He has to be in the conversation. That being said, no decision is going to be made now, and or I would have thought not. Mm. So and there are some um, tough matches
0: coming up through March.
1: Absolutely, we've got par- we've got a very tough run. Um, In the when in the context of the around the Champions League ties, I think we play Paris Saint Germain, Liverpool, City, Arsenal, FA Cup tie with Chelsea. Um, Although I think the City City game will it's not that's not in order by the way. But basically we've got a whole bunch of uh, you know the big 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 matches in a short space of time. So it'll be a big test. But it's that would be a big test for for any manager. So. You know, as much as we don't make a decision on his first six games or first 10 games, I wouldn't necessarily rule him out if he if we had a mixed bag in those matches, because, you know, that run of matches, you know, no manager is going to come out of that with a 100 percent win record. So if he does something respectable in that run of matches, then he's still, you know, that's he, he's got to be in the conversation. Um I would be concerned, though. To a point because at the moment he's working uh, to the assumption he's going to be leaving at the end of the season so he can try things he's not necessarily having to work on that there are some long term decisions being made but it won't be just on, on him Um so yeah I, I, I'm you know the romantic in me is saying you know I'm loving it there's no doubt about it I'm loving the fact that a, a former Manchester United legend someone that I watched like in the from the stands Is is the manager, and he's what he won us the treble basically with that last minute goal against Bayern. He's now the manager of the club, and we're doing really well. We're actually playing attractive football, trying to take teams on. We're grinding out wins against, uh, you know, well against Tottenham. It was a De Gea show in the second half, but we were excellent in the first against Arsenal. So you know, I'm loving it. But it's if you ask me to make a decision now, I, I still wouldn't be like, oh yeah give it to Solskjaer i think there has to be a, a discussion beyond just the short term in which is what we're looking at at the moment that being said yeah you're right i think there are clearly long term decisions being made and and and, and you know a little a tiny bit of credit to edward wood because in the summer he didn't sell anthony marshall and, and jose Mourinho reportedly wanted him out for various reasons and there were a lot of fans uh, in in at in the Uh, United fans giving him almost sort of mirroring or echoing what Mourinho was trying to do because they were not happy with an apparent attitude problem lack of commitment because he went home for the birth of his child I thought that was a weird one that some people were jumping on Um, but yeah I am absolutely delighted I've always thought he's had the talent yes he's had um, ups and downs in form but I can't think of any player that hasn't had ups and downs of form especially at that age so i think you know some people just sort of tend to react one way or the other, another too quickly um but yeah abs- um that is definitely a decision for the long term and he's got the he's in the right place to sort of kick on and now become one of the top players in the world
0: yeah um While some of those decisions were made uh, with kind of this current run of form in mind, others were not, notably, not signing anyone in the window, although most of the big clubs uh, did not bring in anyone. Um, There have been questions in the defense, although the goals conceded rate has at least improved um, since Solskjaer came in. Were you surprised that you didn't do anything to, to fill holes in the squad, particularly in defense?
1: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash/achieve today. No, not at all. I think there's there are a lot of factors here, and I, uh, you know, one of them is Solskjaer is an interim manager, or ostensibly an interim manager for the moment. The other one is uh, we're apparently um, uh, pursuing a director of football or sporting director, or you know that that kind of that 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 type of role, whatever that looks like. So you know, to bring someone in without that in place and also an interim manager in place would be da- not daft because there are certain players that would, would sort of transcend that, but it wouldn't sit well if, you know, cause you're now going to get this, these players in and then the new manager comes in and goes, well, that's not the kind of player I wanted and it becomes an issue. So I wasn't surprised at all. I'm not, I mean, I'm not disappointed either because I wasn't actually expecting anything anything in the way of transfers uh, to be honest there aren't I mean there are certain players in 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 the world and in each position that would sort of like I say transcend that the idea of a a director of football and their strategy and uh, and and a manager an incoming manager's style of play or philosophy like if if we were to sign say Mbappe I'm pretty sure whoever the new manager was, there's not going to be an issue there, unless it was Jose Mourinho and he doesn't like uh, flair players. But <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't think that there, there, there are certain players like that who you would go, yeah, okay, fair enough. But then he's not available and it's January. Those types of players don't tend to move in January. I would have thought, I think the parallel is probably at the time, maybe not now, it was probably Alexis Sanchez last uh, last January. You know, it was an opportunity, and he, and he's a, you know, at that point in time, it was a massive coup, and it was some, it was an opportunity that arose and and United pounced and and took it on. And I think if something like that would happen, say in January, I don't know. Let's hypothetically say Mbappe had a massive falling out, PSG had some kind of FFP type um, fine on its way, and they needed to. To, you know get some cash then i could see united going in for that type of player but and i used mbappe in an attacking position but if there was an equivalent person in in midfield um or in defense then i think we would have been in there but it but you know those are exceptional circumstances so it's not something i expected so yeah i, I think there are think there are uh, irons in the fire um in terms of potential targets but hopefully there's a bit more of a a solid strategy. And with, with a director of football coming on board or apparently coming on board, then you'd have thought that that would be the type that would be the person uh, who would set that tone. Again, it depends on what that director of football or sporting director role looks like. Is it someone who's going to lead transfers? Is it someone who's actually going to look after the whole of the football side of things? Um, Is it someone who's going to be more of a figurehead? i don't know i mean there are various pe- people in these positions around the world in cl- in the in their respective clubs but they hold different roles um and it's just uh it depends on what the role spec is for the for the job uh, for the, for united and then from there what they decide to go um what that person wants to do with the sort of say footballing strategy for the long term so yeah i'm not i'm not surprised at all about the how the transfer window went
0: Interesting. Well, it'll definitely be intriguing how you deal with the squad in the summer, obviously, as you say, waiting until you have a director of football and or a manager, probably on the wiser side, uh, especially as your club are already improving. Um, with With this kind of trajectory you're on, with how much you're closing the gap, do you as a fan view top four as maybe not just realistic, but an expectation at this point?
1: Uh, well, again, uh, given the way we started the season, there's no sort of expectation because it was horrific, but now I think we can definitely be, um, optimistic and actually it is realistic. It's not just optimistic it is a realistic, um, uh, goal. Uh, when you look at the points difference, you look at how Chelsea are struggling, Arsenal are erratic. Um, you know, I think they can be um, hunted down if we continue in the way we're going then i think it's inevitable but i think obviously we can't win 90% of our matches nobody has that kind of win record so there's going to there will be a slowdown at some points so is how how we manage that and and how it correlates with with the likes of chelsea and arsenal and 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 what they get up to so it's definitely on the cards it's not a definite um outcome but it's it's on the cards and i think united chelsea and arsenal will be battling it out for that sort of uh fourth spot and i think given where we were when he came in that would be an, an a, like an incredible achievement for solsha uh, to get us into the top 4 it's he's already sort of done amazingly to sort of in terms of what he's done but but it's not about now it's always about where you end up in may so i think it's it's realistic definitely
0: Yeah, if I'm correct, you're both still in the Champions League and the FA Cup. Uh, What are your expectations in either of those?
1: So, yeah, FA Cup, we're we're away at Chelsea, which is a bit of a a bogey ground for us. So I don't think it was kind of basically the one team we didn't want to get. We'd have taken City away, um, but Chelsea away, just we can't seem to get a result there. Um, so that's Which is weird be, because
0: literally everyone else can now.
1: I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I think I think with the way we're playing, and if we can go there with a with a full strength side, and uh, then I think we've we've obviously got a chance. The reason I say that is because it's it's coming in that sort of run of games where we've got PSG, there's Arsenal, there's I think Liverpool around that time, or and then there's there's sort of City around that time as well and there's two PSG ties and they're all sort of in fairly short space of time. So we'll, we'll have to see, it will actually, it will tell us, I guess, how much uh, Solskjaer is prioritizing what. Um, so, yeah, I think at the moment, you know, we would, if, if we hadn't got Chelsea and we've got someone else, then I might be sitting here going, yeah, actually, I think we've got a good chance in the FA Cup, but now you just got to look at, that fixture because it's such a big tie and it's against us, you know, a good side. So, uh, if we beat Chelsea, then obviously the sort of the chances of us winning it go up massively. Um, but at the moment, I think it's, it, that's one of those ties where you just kind of go, we just got to wait until that that's done. You can't really look past it. It's not like it's, let's say Stevenage at home or whatever, even though we they'd probably beat us. So, um, yeah, uh, in the Champions League, I think it's more uh, Paris Saint Germain. Uh, Neymar's out, so that helps, I think. But then you've got they've got an array of talent. Um, I think that tie is more of it's almost a free hit. I don't think anyone ex- expects us to beat them over two so, over two legs. So and, and you know they're they're a team that are uh, played well. They've played well together for a long time. They kind of know how they play. They know how they want to play. They've got world class talent um so the only you know thing is that they don't really get challenged in the french league too much so uh they will have to guard against that little bit of complacency and, and that might give us an opportunity and we may have a bit of a surprise factor against them but i think you know that's a almost a free hit for solskjaer to sort of go in and, and 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 demonstrate what he can do but with the caveat that we kind of know that there are they're a much better and much uh, more well settled side. So again, I think expectations, I think hopefully we give them a I expect us to at least give them a good game and come out of it r- respectably even if we don't go through. but I'm hopeful that we can cause them damage. I don't think they're particularly good at the back. We've seen it over the seasons that they can be. you can get at them and with Marshall, rashford, uh, Pogba sanchez okay sanchez hasn't been on great form but he's got pedigree i think you know you've got players in there and and lingard has been in such good form i think he's a bit of a surprise package you know people don't rate him and he's 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 actually the 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 player that's kind of like the glue between all of the others Uh, and we've got the ability to take them on so we could get through but again you can't say expectations beyond uh you know a respectable showing
0: Fair enough. Well, that'll take us through the end of the season. We've already said Solskjaer in the mix, but definitely not already signed on to be the next manager. If there was one position that you could fix in the summer before we head into next season, what would it be?
1: Oh, Lord, just the one.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you have the money um, to do a lot, but <laughs> what's the what's the most primary position that needs filled? Uh,
1: I think probably a... Oh, Jesus... Um, let me think about the teens uh, I'd probably go with a top level center back, like a, a real top end center back uh, to sit there to 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 slot in someone with experience, someone who's played at the highest level um pedigree, someone's just going to come in and you know he's going to be uh quality to play in there alongside Lindelof. Yeah, I'd transition Delot into the Delo into the side at right back. Shaw is kind of okay at left back, but then we've got issues, right? We need people in midfield. I don't think Matic is good enough, um, and certainly not for the long term. He doesn't have the legs for the for a full season. Uh, Fred, we've not seen anything from him to suggest he's worth fifty million pounds. Um, then we've got issues, I guess, at someone to nail down that right right wing position. I'd have thought, like you know, I, I was kind of a bit gutted that City signed Mares I thought he'd be awesome for us down that right side. Um, but yeah, I think if you look on balance, um, centre back is probably the the one the the most pressing, probably.
0: Gotcha. All right. Well, we'll see what happens there. Uh, but thanks so much for coming on. If you'd like to tell folks where they can find you now, would be a great time.
1: Yeah. Cheers. Thanks for having me on. You can find me on Twitter at doc underscore joshy and if the guy who's got at doc joshy is listening please can i have that handle please because you don't use it (laughs) yeah uh, you can also yeah exactly you can also find me on uh, full-time devils youtube channel um and and i sometimes use their uh i take over their twitter and various podcasts obviously including this one
0: yeah, in the interim, if you want to tweet at him at Joshi without the underscore and just keep acting like it's him, maybe maybe it'll cause a chain <laughs> reaction or something. But thanks again for coming on. Best of luck getting that handle. And I'm sure we'll speak soon. Thank
1: you.